0: Right now at Sprint, you can lease the Samsung Galaxy S9 for just $5 a month with a Sprint Flex lease. Galaxy S9 is an incredible phone. It takes super slow-mo video and instantly translates foreign language, signs, menus, maps, and more. Lease your Galaxy S9 for just $5 a month today. Visit a Sprint store, Sprint.com, or call 800-SPRINT-1. Phone $5 per month after $28 per month credit. Apply within two bills. If you cancel early, remaining balance due. Requires new line and 18-month lease. Excludes tax, subject to credit, $30 activation fee, and restrictions apply.
2: Real life, real people, real talk on Kingdom Talk. Welcome to Kingdom Talk, where we are sharing real stories from real people who've had real life victories. Join in on the talk with your host, Evangelist Anastasia Hay, every week on Tuesday, as our guests share impactful stories about how they've prevailed and triumphed over life's challenges. had uh, some technical difficulties, um, where, where we share real stories from real people who've had real-life victories. And once again, my name is Evangelist Anastasia Hay, and I have with me an amazing guest and also a living testimony who has been blind since the age of 12, but that didn't stop him. In spite of this, he managed to live a rich and eventful life. He has tried many things that's not unusual for blind people, such as going bungee jumping at 17 years old, and learning to ski downhill in tandem with a tutor. Dr. Ray, I would like to welcome you to the show. It's such a pleasure to have you here with us here on King. Hi there. Hi there, Dr. Ray. How are you today?
1: Doing pretty well.
2: Pretty well. Awesome, awesome. Glad to hear. Um, So, Dr. Ray, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Well... I'm totally blind, but I really believe that God put me on this planet to enjoy his universe and everything that, that he has and just to get the best out of life I can so I live my life doing adventure after adventure after adventure.
2: That's really, really good. Um, you know, honestly, no matter what circumstances we, we may you know face in life, it shouldn't stop us from being all that God wants us to be. We all have a purpose, right, Dr. Ray?
1: Definitely, and I believe that the purpose that is designed for us is most often way bigger than we can imagine ourselves. Most
2: definitely. Um, you know, Dr. Ray, um, you you are definitely an inspiration. I took some, some time to read your book, and um, honestly, you have a story. Um, so Dr. Ray wrote a book called The Blind Dream Chaser, Okay, so he shares his life experiences and hobbies and vocation in a personal way. Uh, So uh, tell me, Dr. Ray, what dreams have you been chasing and fulfilling?
1: Well, in uh, 2010, I became the first totally blind person to earn a Ph.D. in Hebrew Bible, or what most people know as Old Testament, but to be polite to the Jews, we call it Hebrew Bible. Um, a few years ago, I became the first totally blind male to become a certified birth assistant, or doula, to assist women in childbirth. Wow. Uh, that was to fulfill the dream of witnessing the miracle of birth. Um, and I recently um, won the Jacob Blotten Award in 2016 with a couple of friends for making technical biblical language material accessible to the blind, which probably most of you wouldn't, will never read, but it's something that does need to be done. <laughs>
2: Yes, that is me. Wow, um, you know, honestly, I, I, I can like sometimes people don't really understand how, you know, how, you know, how powerful God is, and, you know, I love this scripture, Matthew 19, verse 26, with God all, you know, it's impossible for man, but it's not impossible for God, and, you know, I feel like as long as God has, you know, allowed you to be born and he's keeping you alive, you have a purpose, and You know, whether you're, you know, depressed or you're sick or you're handicapped or you're blind or whatever the case may be, whatever circumstance you may be facing in life, you can overcome. And I see in what, you know, just based upon reading your story, how you've really overcame. Uh, So what advice would you give someone else about chasing their dream?
1: Well, I centered this book around Psalm 37, 4, which Uh says, Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. And it's kind of like seeking first the kingdom of God Matthew 6.33, but this is a different way of putting it, that you have your dreams, and if you love the Lord and spend time with him and build that bond, he knows what really are the things that he created you to just long for. And it may be a little different from what you're thinking, but you long for these deep inside and he will see to it that those happen for you as you delight in him. That's amazing.
2: You know, honestly, you make such a good point because, you know, God, God ponders the heart. He knows deep down within what our heart's desire is. And, you know, sometimes you're not aware of it at, at first, but like He said, it's until you have that established relationship with, with the Lord, you know, little by little, you begin to know his character And he changes your perspective about life and what you once thought you wanted. is not really what you wanted in the beginning. Um, So I see that um, when I was reading your bio, it says you were blind from the age of 12. Uh, What was your life like before the age
1: of 12? When did you start experiencing? Well, I've always had limited vision. In fact, my eye condition, which is known as Peter's Anomaly, if you haven't heard of it, well, it's an anomaly, so... <laughs> um my family, and um I had limited vision until I was twelve years old. In other words, I could see a face, eyes, nose, ears, mouth, but I was never able to recognize somebody by their face. Wow. But I could play the video games of the day in the 1980s, the old corny video games that they were really simple. I could actually play those. I could watch TV if I was sitting close to the TV. I could read my textbooks with a magnifying glass. But um, my eyes were though often. But I was not able – I would never have been able to drive a car. And I had to have help with reading because my eyes would get tired. And then when I was 12, basically, you know, things – Time runs out, and um, that's when I lost my vision altogether. Wow. And
2: how did you handle that, Ray, if you don't mind me asking?
1: Oh, I, I definitely don't mind you asking. In fact, I encourage people to ask. I believe that God has grace ready for us when something potentially traumatic happens. And there's three graces that God had right there that I didn't even know about. The first one was I lost my vision at the end of the school year which meant that the teachers could just waive the rest of my work and then, okay, we'll figure this out over the summer. Um, I also had a sudden urge about three months before I lost my vision to relearn Braille, uh, the wow. tactile codes, the blind use. I learned it when I was five or six. But, you know, chosen are immortal, so we don't think anything will happen to us. So I let it go. But three months before I lost my vision, I just wanted to relearn it. So I was well on my way. And then also at the same time I was relearning Braille, I was more deeply developing my relationship with God, listening to some Christian radio stations. My father gave me a Bible on cassette tape. I was really bonding with God at that time. Mm -hmm. And so I felt his presence in very deep ways. And and so, yeah, it had its difficulty, but I clearly saw God's grace in so many ways. And that's the lesson for all of you is when there is a trial in your life, God has grace Already there for you.
2: That's very true. That's very true. People
1: um, it,
2: well, are aware of that, you know, because you know sometimes uh, when life does um, hit us the wrong way, you know, you know we have to realize that it's it's not the end. It's not the end. There is still hope. And uh, Doctor Ray, his story really really inspires us and let us know that there is still hope. Um, so, what dreams? Uh, would you encourage people like what would you say like if they have a dream and a circumstance comes their way like uh, how would you encourage them to to handle it like, Would you encourage that Would you say that they should continue to strive after that dream or say maybe they should just probably find something that's a little bit more easier to handle Like what what's your
1: insight about that, Doctor E? Well, I would say yes. <laughs> Both have their place. Sometimes it's necessary to take steps. Um, I have. Discussions in my book about dreams that took a few steps. Like when Jesus healed the blind man who first, I see you know, trees, but they look like people or, you know, that, that type of thing. And then Jesus touched him again and healed him. There are multi-step dreams. Yeah. And God takes us through steps to get there. Uh, never give up on a dream. If it's that deep in your heart, it's, it's there for you. God put it there, and he wants you to, to fulfill it. Um, I'll I'll talk to people in fact that that they long to get married and they say well maybe God calls me to be single and I'm like okay if God called me to be single you would be as content being single as married people are being married (laughs) so the simple fact that you're not content being single means that you are called to get married just keep waiting on the Lord and claiming and I have a love story that will blow you out of this world um, the way God did that for me Uh, It's it's in my book And these dreams are there God put them in us And if you desire it deeply God God will move you toward that As long as you stay faithful to him
2: You know, thank you for sharing that with us because, you know, a lot of people feel like that it's impossible. They're in a certain situation in their life or uh, maybe they feel like they don't have the certain qualities or looks or whatever the case may be to uh, be attractive to that, you know, person that they would like to get married to someday or whatever the case may be. So I thank you for sharing that with us, you know, um, you know, people. As long as they have that desire That dream as long as they remain faithful to God And if that's what God wants for them Then God will fulfill it in his perfect timing uh, So uh, Dr. Ray discuss your book and how And where can we buy it
1: Alright well my book The Blind Dream Chaser um, It's on the internet You can get it at Amazon and it's now In Kindle format It's at Barnes and Noble and their Nook book thing that they have um, There are also some links where you can get it more directly from the publisher but um amazon and barnes and noble are two places i know it's at if you google the blind dream chaser hyphenated dream chaser um you will find um links that will take you to getting it it's uh, i also have a facebook group where we discuss disability issues and how and dialogue between the disabled and non-disabled communities and called the blind dream chaser and you can find that and then find more out about the book there's there's a lot of places online where you can get it
2: that's really good um when did you start writing this book like when did you realize you know i need to share my story like what and sharing that information guys um to to those who are listening right now definitely um if you want inspiration in your life if you feel like you're losing hope if you feel like it's impossible to achieve the dream that you have upon your heart because of a certain circumstance that's uh, er, uh, happening in your life, do not be discouraged. This book is phenomenal, and you will be uplifted. Uh, So tell me, uh, Dr. Ray, um, like what inspired you to, not even just what inspired you, but when did you begin writing this book? Like what led you or what time of your life? Would you say it was at the age of 12, or like when did you decide that, hey, this time for me to share my story with the world?
1: Well, I always joke, people ask, how long did it take you to write this book? I say 43 years, and I'm 44. Autobiographies are the sum of your experience. I have felt for several, several years, probably 10 years at least, I felt impressed by God to share my story with as many people as I could. And so I would often speak in churches and other places to tell my story, probably about, Seven years ago, I started writing the autobiography, and when I won the Jacob Blanton Award, I'm kind of like, all right, got to get this thing finished now. But I decided, though, that I didn't just want to write my story because usually memoirs just kind of sit there. Nobody cares about, quote, no names. So I wrote it to be also a guide to how to chase your dreams. So it's kind of like a a Christian self-help book using my story as example material.
2: Okay. Okay, that sounds really good. Um so you're you would say how long you, your book literally took 43 years or would you say like you kind of started writing it like what age did you-
1: When my fingers hit the keys the keys on my computer it was probably about 7 years ago, but there are thoughts that I've had since when I was three or four and even beyond uh, a life story is exactly that a life story you you write it from the day you're born
2: okay so you wrote it from the day you're born so like what what age would you say you actually started writing the book would you say was that age 17 or age like when did you uh, well, start probably actually about 30,
1: writing 36 or so something like that yeah okay. about 36 I was when I started writing something, something close to that yeah um, I actually started, you know, say I put my fingers on the keys on, on my computer. Of course, I have poems in it, though, that go back to when I was um, in high school um, and just starting college. And so technically those poems actually, you know, it, it, because they're in there, I have a poem at the end of each chapter. That would, that would say that some writing actually did start when I was in college.
2: Okay. All right. That's really good. I'm glad, Dr. Ray, you shared, you're sharing your story with the world. Um, and I'm glad you didn't, you know, let any excuse come, you know, be, be the center of your attention. You allow God to use you and allow God to inspire you to do this, okay? Uh, so next thing I want to ask you today, um, like, what would you say are some of the experiences, like, when it came on to fulfilling your dreams? What were some of the experiences that you had when it, it was time for you to fulfill your dreams, like what obstacles did you encounter?
1: I've encountered many obstacles. The one that has been the biggest problem is being taken seriously by a sighted world that doesn't understand what disabled people are capable of doing. When I was finishing my PhD, I was trying to find work, and I was trained as a a pastor, but people would interview me, and they wouldn't even ask me questions. They would just sit there and, like, what's this guy think he's doing here? And so I kind of had to find my own way. And I'm doing distance education teaching now. They'll they'll accept me for that. But I ended up going to massage therapy school to learn another uh, profession because I wasn't making it very far in academia. But I found, though, that I like manual labor and doing massage. So I'm actually fulfilling multiple dreams, doing several things that I like. And that's almost actually better.
2: Wow. Um, So you had a tough time getting jobs.
1: Very tough. Well, the reality is, most blind people in America are not gainfully employed. I've heard them say maybe ten percent at most, and some of those are barely making enough to say they're making anything. But yeah, the greatest issue has been been taken seriously. In fact, when I was doing um, learning to be a, a doula, a birth assistant, nobody in my church knew what to do with a blind male doula. So I called the homeless shelter in the area, and found some homeless women that didn't have anybody to sit with them, or they were homeless, hello, and they yeah. were perfectly willing. They're not as parochial as a lot of the people in my church, and they're, the, the, guys, the guy can help me out, I'll take him. And so I was able in many ways to help the homeless, which has been one of my dreams too. So a lot of times by an obstacle interfering with a dream, it enabled me to fulfill not only that dream, but another dream too.
2: Wow, you know, that's really good. I mean, you said you helped the, the homeless women. You were there by their side. They were willing, right?
1: They were willing to receive me, and they, had, uh, they, they said that I, I did a good job helping them, and, and I was able to do some things to make a difference for them while they were having their babies. Um, and so, you know, I was helping them, and they were helping me because I was turning 40 and didn't have any kids and wanted to experience the miracle of birth. That's what inspired me to do that, and they, um, they helped me with that.
2: Wow, that's really cool, Ray. Um, would you say that your faith has fair or has grown during this adventure?
1: My faith has had a lot of struggles. Ultimately, it has grown, but some of the darkness I've walked through, I've had to learn how to forgive God.
2: My, my. Why is that?
1: Which is something that actually Holocaust survivors and those types of people talk about a lot. Uh, okay. When you feel called by God to do something... And that is continually blocked, eventually saying, uh, God, you call me out here, okay? So what do you want me to do? What gives? And as the debts increase and the other struggles increase, eventually you have to either either lose your faith or you just simply forgive God. And you say, God, I don't understand this, but I'm going to to just let go of this. And know that you're a loving God. And I don't like this. I'm going to have to forgive you though, because this is this was really bad.
2: You know, honestly, I I understand what you're saying, Ray. And you know, um, as you were saying before, you know, sometimes when going through these tests and trials, you feel like God is maybe, you know, He's probably not seeing what's happening, but He is, you know. And to those who are listening, you know, if you're in a place or you're you're in a place where you're stuck or you feel like you know God has forgotten, He's He's, he's watching you even the most, or he's paying attention even more to you. You know, um, he wants to see if you're going to still have faith in him, if you're going to still uh, trust in him. Um, so, so you would you say your faith has grown? Like, when did you overcome that? You know, felt like
1: well, you know, in some ways this is a, this is a constant journey because I've even had to have some healing recently, because when you go through trials like this, it affects you. I mean, someone comes back from war, even when they're victorious, they have wounds. And victory does wound the soul, what you have to do to gain victory. And I actually was anointed by my local church a couple of weeks ago for healing, for some emotional wounds, and I am wow. feeling better, feeling more connected. It's something that you have to realize, that you gain a a glorious victory, you have glorious wounds that do have to be addressed, and you can't let those go.
2: Say that again, Ray. Say that again.
1: (laughs) Yeah, when you win a glorious victory, you have glorious wounds that you have to work through, and you can't just leave them alone. But God will walk you through the healing process, and you will be stronger for doing it. Exactly. Okay.
2: Okay. So I appreciate you being real um, because this is what the kingdom talk is all about, real talk. Um, You know, it's so important that we we realize that because sometimes, you know, we we go through a certain place in our life, we go through different obstacles or challenges, and we feel like we have to just smile it away. And, you know, sometimes, um, you know, sometimes you have to cry. There there are times when you just may have to cry or you just may feel like um, overwhelmed or just, you know, Sad at times, and you know, you know, we have to realize that as Christians, it's okay, you know, God, God doesn't expect us to smile it away, but He does expect us to trust in Him, you know, and that's um, one thing that we can't do it, or we can't stop doing. And our faith, believe it or not, does grow um, through these uh, on this journey. We, our faith does grow, you know. Um, so, what lessons did you learn from this experience, Dr. Ray? What are some lessons, well, some life lessons you've learned?
1: Well. First, is there any specific experience? Because I learned different lessons from different experiences. Go ahead and share it with us. <laughs> well, it probably would be that God will always God will always see you through, but you're going to have to face the obstacles. Ne- never give up. You have to keep believing. When, when Moses was working to get the Israelites released from Egypt, he was – he was knocked back several times. Pharaoh kept saying, no, I won't let him go. No, Another plague, oh, cool, maybe Pharaoh listened. No, I won't let him go. It, it just kept getting more and more and more difficult for Moses. And Moses mm. could have given up, but he hung on, and eventually, eventually he saw the dream of his people crossing the Red Sea and beginning to get on a journey toward freedom.
2: Oh, my gosh, isn't that amazing? I mean, when you read the story about Moses, I mean, he's, he is a living testimony. I, I really admire him. even Paul. You know, I love to read about Paul as well because, you know, these, these men, you see how they went through so much just for the sake of the gospel, just to accomplish an assignment for God. Um, wow. But eventually you see how, you know, they've grown stronger. They've grown stronger in faith. Um, and they were able to accomplish what God has placed them on the earth to do. So are, are there any other lessons that you've learned?
1: Well, I guess I, I think the thing that's very important is hold on to Jesus. People can often be hurt by religious organizations. And, you know, we have people that have gone through, like, clergy, sex abuse, all kinds of things, and all kinds of horrible things at the hands of people that claim to be following God. And whatever you have to do, if you have to step away from your church, if you have to find a safer place, whatever you have to do, hold on to Jesus. Because he will be with you. He will never abandon you. And if you have to change worship groups or whatever you have to change, never let go of Jesus because he will always be there and he will take care of you.
2: Wow, wow. That's so true. Never let go of Jesus, you know, because when man fails, The Lord will never fail us. Um, Do you feel like during these times did you receive the support that you really needed or there was a time where you had to, just like Jesus, go into the wilderness and try to kind of figure out things for yourself?
1: I did have some wilderness times. uh, When I thought things were going to go one way, then they went another way. Um, I always felt I got the support I needed from God. And once I got married, I got the support I needed from my wife. Um, There have been times that I felt as though I was walking alone and moving on this journey by myself, so I know God was always with me. But then I have these times of God preparing a table in the wilderness for me and taking care of me during those wilderness times. And sometimes those are the closest memories I have with the Lord.
2: That's really good. Um, And, you know, honestly, we all get to that place. We all get to a place where um, God will sometimes take us into the wilderness, you know. And this is not just so we're isolated from the world or isolated from people, um, but it's just to prepare us for our destiny. Right. So, um, yeah. Dr. really, I'm really glad you're able to be on the show. Um, it's really an inspiration. Um, and would you say that today, today, would you say that you're still uh, chasing other dreams?
1: I am chasing many other dreams. I will continue to chase dreams until I die, and hopefully when I die I'll have three or four dreams still on the docket that haven't been fulfilled yet. All right. That's great.
2: All right, guys, so tuning in with Kingdom Talk, I'm here with Dr. Ray. Um, He's telling us some great, great um, testimonies and some amazing things that he's able to accomplish, um, uh, regardless of his circumstance. Um, He is blessed. We can clearly see that. He is blessed. All right, uh, so Dr. Ray, do you have any other thing that you would like to share with the people?
1: Well, I just, I want to invite you all to read my book, The Blind Dream Chaser, and also to go to Facebook and find my discussion group so that we can discuss these things in more detail. I really have a burden to help people understand what it's like being blind. Um, I talk a lot about a lot of my unusual hobbies that I have and interests and how the blind, are, we're just like everyone else, it's just we have a little difference and we just need to be taken seriously. And it's not simply a matter of taking care of us. It's a matter of giving us space to where we can stand and succeed and do our equal part for the rest of society.
2: Definitely. I totally agree. I totally agree. Um, so definitely, um, you know, check out Dr. Ray's new book. Um, it's called uh, My My Dream Chaser. Dream Chaser.
1: The Blind Dream Chaser.
2: The Blind Dream Chaser. So definitely check out check out his book, The Blind Dream Chaser. All right, awesome. Uh, so you have a lot of people who've read your book, um, and it's five stars, five stars, guys, five. So a book worth reading, and check out his Facebook group as well, um, where you're able to get a little bit more information about his book. Okay, um, so our what his website links are going to be website blog talk radio uh you can check that out on the website and you'll be able to click on those links okay all right all right so uh do you have any other words to give us before we close out
1: well i'd like to invite you all to, to look for one dream that just seems a little bit out of reach spend some time with God, and claim by faith that God will give you a major step toward that dream in the next 24 hours. And then sit back and watch what the Lord does. You will be amazed.
2: Okay, awesome. Thank you so much, Dr. Ray. So definitely chase your dreams, guys. Do not give up on your dreams, okay? We are seeing how a man who... Uh, was blind uh, at the age of 12. You see how he has fulfilled his dream. He's lived an adventurous life for the Lord, and he never gave up. He never gave up on his dreams, and he was able to write an inspiring book of his life story called Dream Chasers, okay? Uh, So definitely um, check out his book, and the book, once again, is called Blind Dream Chaser. It's going to be found on Amazon. Books are going to be located on the website, so definitely check out Uh, those links, and also follow him on Facebook. All right. So we're going to be closing out, and I thank you so much, uh, Dr. Ray, for being a part of Kingdom Talk today. It has been a pleasure. I've really learned a lot from you, and those who are listening right now have learned a lot as well. Um, Your story is an amazing story, you know, and many will be inspired. I've been inspired because, like I said, there are times when I felt like, you know, when I was going on my journey, like there was no hope maybe I can't accomplish my dreams. Um, but, you know, you, based upon what you're telling me, that you didn't give up and you, you kept on running the race. You kept strong. Um, so this is just an encouragement for all of those who are facing uh, trials and temptations or, you know, you're probably going through a physical issue with your body, whatever it may be, don't allow it to stop you. As long as you're alive, keep on going after your dreams. keep on chasing them, and watch God work Praise God. So much, Dr. Ray. It was a pleasure speaking with you. And thank you. Please uh, stay tuned. Um, Please follow us on uh, blogtalkradio.com to stay up with the latest podcasts. And uh, follow us on Facebook as well. All right. Have a great day, guys. And God bless. Don't forget to join in on the Kingdom Talk. Live every Tuesday with your host, Evangelist Anastasia Hay. Follow us on blogtalkradio.com slash Inc. Also, subscribe at www.keifm.com to receive updates and notifications for our new podcast. Have a fantastic week, and thank you for tuning in. God bless.
0: Right now at Sprint, you can lease the Samsung Galaxy S9 for just $5 a month with a Sprint Flex lease. Galaxy S9 is an incredible phone. It takes super slow-mo video and instantly translates foreign language, signs, menus, maps, and more. Lease your Galaxy S9 for just $5 a month today. Visit a Sprint store, Sprint.com, or call 800-SPRINT-1. Phone $5 per month after $28 per month credit. Apply within two bills. If you cancel early, remaining balance due. Requires new line and 18-month lease. Excludes tax, subject to credit, $30 activation fee, and restrictions apply.